Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. Our guest today is a stand-up comedian that uh, plays at multiple venues all over the DFW area. We know her best for her work at Hyenas in Fort Worth. This month, October, you can find her on the 21st at Stomping Ground, Dallas. Uh, 24th, Live Rude Girls in Bricktown, Oklahoma City. And then Wounded Duck, that's on the 29th in Hearst. Thank y'all for being here. Please give a warm welcome to our new friend, Kate Greathouse. Let's start the show. I'm looking forward to getting a podcast studio where we can just not have to like Use get comfortable kitchen. and set things up and yeah morgan will be excited when it's not the kitchen <laughs> so but usually you know this we'll take it wherever so if you want us to meet you sometime i know that seems kind of forward of me but <laughs> I, I tell all of our guests i'm like we'll meet you at your shows we'll, oh we'll, you know i have one coming up in hearst actually where at uh it's called the wounded duck it well, used to be this terrible little bar called vino's yeah. now it's the wounded duck i'll be headlining a show there on the 29th Okay, oh, well, fun. this episode will be out before then, so Great. we can blast that out. It's a free, it's free. And so. did you just tell me where it's located? You said Hearst. It's in Hearst. It's about a pipeline in Forest Ridge. Okay, yeah. Now the 29th of this month? Thank you. The 29th of next month of okay, October. Okay, just checking. I'm like... That's tomorrow. Yeah, I was like, hold on a minute. I was like, today. <laughs> we'll be out that <laughs> soon, yeah. So usually I have like a backlog, but um, I'm, I'm kind of up to date now, so... Oh, yeah. I've, I've got two recordings, yours and uh, another guy's coming out. He's a musician. So uh, we've been doing a lot of musicians lately. And now we need to kind of change it up a little bit. So I'm glad we have a comedian here with us today. Thank you so much. I'm very <laughs> musically untalented. So I'm you know, happy to fill a void. Just a little closer to your face. Absolutely. Perfect. How's this doing for you? Yeah, get personal with it. Yeah. Not that personal. You're not well, supposed to a, make out with it. Well, I know, but I try to <laughs> kiss it. And then if I can... If I can barely touch it, I'm good. That's your test. You don't complain after that. All right. So, um, you what I what I found online. I always try to research my guests oh, beforehand. God. Yeah. No, I didn't find anything terrible. But uh, you're you're pretty active. You're playing at a bunch of different venues here around DFW, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm I've been really lucky, especially even with COVID. I've been able to keep booking. Uh, I do a lot of stuff around DFW. A little bit of Oklahoma. A little bit of Arkansas. I did Louisiana finally, and that was super fun. Or do you have like a, a map that you're marking off with either stickers or magnets or something? I figure once I get a little further north, I'm going to do it because <laughs> right now it's just like this little block of southern states. Yeah, that's but, okay. You know, if I ever get over to the northeast or something, then I feel like a map will be warranted. Right, yeah. Maybe a bumper sticker. They have those in RVs. <laughs> I actually, well, I have, I do fridge magnets. Yes. Okay. I get a fridge mat. Any mm-hmm. like big city that I go to or even just like the state of Louisiana because I don't know when I'm going back. I'd get a fridge magnet and I'd put it on my fridge. Not to compare you to a grandmother, but my grandmother had a, <laughs> a fridge with, I mean, just, there must have been 30 magnets on that thing. But that's, that's, that's what I'm hoping for. She would do the same thing. Yeah. You got to get 50, right? Collect the whole set. <laughs> I mean, you got to have a collection of something, whether it's coins, shot glasses, or magnets. For me, it's the magnet because I, I always liked in old movies when they had all yeah. the stickers on their old, like, hobo briefcase. Yeah. The and VHS? I went to different places. Yeah, I just wanted to do that. The like, hobo briefcase, how dare you? <laughs> like, like I said, you know, like old travelers, you yeah. know, they'd have like the, you know, I've been to Paris and all that. <laughs> right. And, and uh, I just wanted to be able to do that, but like with my fridge, because I can't keep a suitcase for more than a couple of years before spilling something in it. What? 
Well, I mean, the fridge at least, and I point to like the people can see, but <laughs> the fridge behind you, um, you get to see everything and you get to think, oh, well, these are the places I want to go and I haven't been to, so let's try and find one here. But it's a good memory and it's a good place to keep it and it holds up pictures. Exactly. I now know when my it rent is due. purpose Exactly. Yep. Multi-purpose. If I ever build a man cave, and it'll probably happen one day, but I want one of those old school frigidaires with the, the door handle. Oh, the kind that I mean, like, like Punky car... Brewster said not to play in? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't understand the reference, but I'm sure you're right. Do you remember Punky Brewster? I wasn't a Punky Brewster follower. They had a very famous... Uh, I'm, I, I'm 28. I, this yeah. is, I'm above you're my pay grade here. <laughs> yeah, I'm above my pay grade here. They had an episode where it was just the entire special episode in 1989 of the series was just, hey, don't go play in, a, in an old fridge you might die huh. it was incredibly dark it's fantastic i did a lot of research on sitcoms for our project so okay. i'm not just an enthusiast hey no no which judgment. project i wrote a play okay yeah I, I wrote a play it went up in 2019 it would be september 2019 we did a workshop production nice. and you can tell i was just trying to shoehorn this in because i found out last week that uh we're going to be remounting it with a full budget full that's set awesome. and everything and that should be sometime in the spring Awesome. Great. So where are y'all doing this at? Or we are shopping venues right now. Okay. It will probably be somewhere in Irving or Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, initially, we had, had stage time booked at uh, Main Stage Las Colinas in Irving okay. and then uh, uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. And so everyone's season just imploded. Now everyone's starting from scratch. So we're, we're finding a little bit of time, but we know we'll be doing it again in the spring. That's awesome. No venues in Fort Worth kind of fit the bill? Fort Worth Wrong target audience. Oh no, I love I love Fort Worth. I love Fort Worth for theater. I've done a lot of stuff at the Fort Worth Community Arts Center. Um, Jason Leva, if you listen to this, hi. I'm sorry I was late last time. Hey, Jason. Uh, <laughs> but no, I've done a ton of stuff at the Fort Worth Community Arts Center. I just actually closed a stage management production uh, of... It was like a, a an abstract Spanish play from the 1960s. Uh, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was alone, but so I liked stage it. Stage management. You're the one facilitating everything. As oh far yeah, as yeah. It, you know who needs their lines, who needs their costume, who needs me to push this button when that kind of stuff. But I, yeah. I really enjoy it. The director that I work with is really big on uh, dramaturgy, which is you know historically picking apart the scenes and looking at what was going on, and that's that's kind of my bag. Okay. Awesome. I, I did stuff with Circle Theater. Uh, I love Fort Worth Theater. I, I, I just want to make sure, like, because anyone I know hears this. If you are listening. Well, the name of the podcast can be kind of deceptive, and I think anybody that re- reads the name is going to think this is just a Fort Worth podcast. Oh, I, to- I told you when we met, I was like, I just moved. Yeah. I just no. moved to Dallas. Are <laughs> no, you sure? <laughs> no, it's totally fine, because I just got back from Austin. I was down oh. there for nine months. Oh, my gosh. Did so, you enjoy it? No. Yeah. Uh-uh. yeah? No, it's beautiful. Like, West Austin is beautiful, but... I just didn't fit in. <laughs> That's honestly how I feel every time I go to Austin. Really? I, keep, I keep thinking next time I'm going to be so cool. Well, it's changed a lot. And even the people like the old hats, people that have been there for decades, they'll tell you that Austin just isn't the same as it used to be. And it's not really... I, some people, obviously, it's their home and their families have lived there forever. But there is a lot of transients there. Oh, I yeah, mean, absolutely. People from other states, people from all over the place. I know four comedians who share an apartment in Austin right now. You probably have to, because oh. I had a one bedroom and I was paying, what, 1500 a month? Yeah, close, close to, that. to it. I'm, I'm just saying the closest to transit you can get is living with comedians. So. <laughs> yeah, what would that be like? Uh, I'm doing it right now, actually. Uh, Are you really? Yeah, no, I, I moved in with my comedian boyfriend, and uh, yeah, we live in a 700 square foot apartment. It's just all jokes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but just the two of you. It's just, oh, okay. and our dog. Okay, I pictured like six comedians. No, 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 no. Splitting it That'd six ways. That'd be a lot. That'd be way it too many. It would be a lot. No, yeah. I'm in a 700 square foot apartment with one dude, and that's enough for me. 
Hey, I hear yeah. you. Yeah. What do we got? 1,300? Mm, yeah, close to that. If oh, it's that. gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, I wish you guys could see it, really. They can see some of it. We got the wide view on. Oh, they're watching the YouTube. They can see yeah. this. Oh, can see God. most of it. Oh, I've been visible for this. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, you're yeah, in yeah. it. You're in it, for sure. Great. It would make no sense if it was just I didn't Morgan and the dog. I, I really would. We should have. You should have sat here, and I should have sat there. I would have well, fall, fallen for Chuck Berry's bullshit. I didn't even realize that was a camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it, I didn't realize it was out of date until the other... Uh, last weekend we're sitting down with Lindsay hightower and taylor the guitarist from their band and we i forgot half the gear and some of the gear was that camera so i ended up using my cell phone and the picture was beautiful <laughs> now i'm looking at the gopro footage that's like a gopro five or six and it's it's just not the same these I, cell I phones are incredible see i have such an old cell phone i i will not replace it until it breaks mm-hmm yeah. I don't care if I can afford it or not. I can't. But, uh, <laughs> I don't care if I can afford it. I don't care if I could buy a new... I don't care if I had a million dollars. I will use a phone until it is so obsolete that it gets hot in the middle of the day. You know, right. like I, I refuse. And so at this point, if I need a video of my set, I'm just looking around like trying to find people who like have earbuds on. And I'm yeah. like, what kind of phone you got? <laughs> hey, what kind of phone you got? <laughs> okay, I have to ask because um, we're a divided house here iphone or android I'm an or android person oh no thank god uh, listen, Brindle, to we be gotta fair, go. you might be the to, first yeah. guest to be that's... fair i'm on a samsung s7 oh that's wow about five years out of date is that the galaxy it's the galaxy yeah yeah oh, you have doing good the, the galaxy that? was way ahead of everybody I've got an LG right now, and I can't wait to go back to Galaxy. I, I I enjoy Android. I like there's some aspects of it I like better. But now that I'm all on Google, all my stuff is on Google because that's the only thing we can share between iPhone and because yeah. right. with you know stage management, theater, trying to mm-hmm. schedule people for comedy, it's one of those things where it's like I got to make sure everybody can read this. Uh, I know I'm a snob about it. Somebody will be like, "Oh, let me shoot you a pin," and I go, "No, I can't." <laughs> well, why don't you do... No, I'm not going to do that. You can just give me the address like a normal human. Oh, right. <laughs> it's the sketchiest thing in the world. Like, I, I'll, you know, I, I, it's so, it sketches me out so bad when people are like, no, I won't give you the address. I'll just shoot a pen. I'm like, uh-uh, no, I need to tell the cops where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the best argument for I'm like, hi, Android. I'm like, one. I'm screenshotting all this and sending it to a trusted loved one, like a responsible one. Yeah, they're so. going to know who you are, what you look like, what your address is, what you even drive. I'm going to card you for this eighth (laughs) (laughs) i uh i always worry about bringing people to a house i because i don't know what you know you don't know where people are from or what their experiences are and driving up to a house and you're just like okay i hope this is it i hope this goes well well the the magic word that you said was i hope my girlfriend will be here to co-host and i was like oh cool i'm not getting murdered and i definitely said that on purpose like i mean you know it wasn't going to stop the podcast or change the format or anything, but I wanted her to know. That no, it was immediate here. first message. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm not getting murdered. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, whenever you hear like, oh, another, like if it's a girl, another girl's going to be there. It is more comforting. And I'm, I don't know if about guys, if another guy's going to be there, does that make it more comfortable? Doesn't, I no, mean, doesn't change I'm anything. my own thing though. I, I'm not worried <laughs> yeah, about. You're, yeah. you are your own, yeah. but no, I would feel the same way. Like, oh, is, is there going to be a girl there? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll go. I mean, I'm not going to disclose the location, but I just walked up on a house full of drug dealers the other night. You did. <laughs> that you did. I just decided that it was time. The guy had bought a drill for a dollar. We had a garage Yeah, we had sale. a garage sale. And so I'm like, I'm just going to walk over there and give it to this guy. And we know full well what goes on at this house. So what'd you come back with? Like a, a like beer. A f- I brought a beer yeah, back. That's what you got paid with. I make friends with people, though. That's what I do. 
I'm not going to say I'm, I'm like the greatest guy, but I'm I'm friendly. Yeah, you are friendly. <laughs> friendly, no, yeah. Like, like I said, I met you. What was I was just making fun of your friend? I can't yeah. remember. I like I told you, I was very intoxicated, and I and that was. Uh, oh man I was just making fun of your I can be honest I remember that part yeah. I was just making fun of your friend for with no the, reason with the eye patch yeah the bagel were you making eye, eye, Ryan. Eight, yeah, the I bagel made cup. one I made one eye patch yeah. joke it was, he's, he's he, okay, so he's chilling so I'm standing at the bar I'm trying to get a drink uh-huh. I've just had one of the worst shows oh no the, there was no AC uh, oh yeah it was bad that we night. were in this teeny a room about the size of this situation now this wasn't your first time there was it no no okay, 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 no, no, okay. no. I, I've worked with hyenas through their side stuff mm-hmm. many many i don't want to say i'm getting booked there somebody will find out Call Randy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no i yeah no ac i yeah. go i do 10 minutes on stage and i'm like soaked and like dizzy and i'm uh. like oh this blows i'm just out there trying to get a drink and mm-hmm. the crowd's probably not digging and it. your friend starts the crowd wasn't they you know what they were doing the best they could it was really uncomfortable it was, it was like kentucky derby fanning themselves <laughs> right yeah. it was so, so it's just like i cannot i'm like i'm a wimp when it comes to mm-hmm. hot like yeah. i can't do i live i've lived here my whole life i faint about twice a year oh my god like, oh yeah no i'm just real bad about it oh well you know i think texans probably handle the heat probably not as well as most other places because we understand the value of ac you know we are an ac culture in we're, texas we're going from the car to the building back to the car back to the building <laughs> unless there's your a car pool? has ac uh some yeah i mean come on oh, okay. actually i don't have a car so no my car does not have ac um but I, I, we, before we move on from Ryan, that was the first time. No, it was the second time I'd hung out with him. Right? Didn't we meet up with him? Mm-hmm. Or? Oh, you guys seem such like good friends. Well, and so we kind of grew up together. Oh. And he's a great dude. We've been through a lot together. Fell out of touch. He went and did his thing. I went and did mine. And then uh, he ends up living just kind of north of here. And so that's we've, great. We've gotten to kind of reconnect. But just a great dude. And that was a really fun night. But. Um, yeah, the AC situation was it was so hot, crazy. But oh, and, uh, I'm just melted trying to get a drink at this yeah. bar. Like, please, please, <laughs> like just absolute like all mascara. Like, mm-hmm. I could feel it. Yeah. And then they they walk up behind, and I, I I you know I guess I was just feeling mean. Like I think I was just making fun of his shoes. My shoes? No, no. My Ryan shoes are an shoes, easy Ryan target. Shoes. If I was wearing my regular shoes. Oh yeah, he always gets. I have for his so shoes, his running shoes. I was having has. lower back pain for a while. I'm I'm better now. I know I'm an oh old man. Do you want me to go get them? Did you get those little step ups? Yeah, you can get them. I'll go get, go them. get them. So I was ready to do anything. She even got me to go to a chiropractor twice, which I'll never do again. I don't think. Maybe I don't know. But anyway, it didn't go well. So, but she talked me into it. Something I'm completely morally opposed to. <laughs> But when you got back pain, like you'll try anything. Oh, absolutely. You can't sleep. You know, you have trouble sitting at a chair. I mean, it's like the only position that was comfortable is like if I got like, I don't know how to describe this. If I squatted down and I had like the balls of my feet on the floor and I'm like in a crouching ninja position, that's like the only time yeah. it would, I mean, it laying down, nothing was working. So I walk my dog to the park and I hang upside down by my yeah, knees that from sounds, the, the jungle gym. Like That sounds great. I look, ins- <laughs> I look insane, but it's basically like an inversion table at yeah, that point. Yeah. And we're not going to buy one. So anyway, so I went to the shoe store and they're like, oh yeah, you need these. And these are hookahs, not a sponsor, but, and you're going to need to wash your hands. That's so, so, so gross. So these are like, <laughs> so these are usually sold to like, like Dominican nurses or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know anything about that, but um, anyway, they're way comfortable and they didn't really fix my back problem, but I bought them and I bought 
for running. Don't you use them for running? I used to before I got fat. Um, oh, stop it. But anyway, I, I have like three pairs of those. On, <laughs> I love them. So anyway, but they turned into like just my casual shoes that I wear everywhere. So when you said making fun of somebody's shoes, I was like, that was definitely me. Oh, I was ready. I was ready. <laughs> no, it was his. He was wearing leather shoes and I just felt like I needed to inject myself into somebody's conversation apparently. So I, I, I don't do that. <laughs> but, uh, but I don't know. I was, I was, I was hot. <laughs> And I sure, he was like, I can't get these shoes are so tight. I think, I think it's because they're leather. And I just turned around and I was like, oh, honey, you just got to wear thick socks and wear them around the house. It'll be fine. <laughs> like, honestly, it just got, you just got to break them in. Yeah. And because, I mean, I did theater wardrobe for so long. So right. I knew. And so I'm just yelling at this guy at the bar. Just like, no, you just got to wear thick socks. And walk around the house if you, honey, you'll be fine. <laughs> you couldn't have picked a better group, though. And then he's trying to he's trying to show me these shoes, and I'm like, well, they're leather, so I get it. And he's like, no, these are the shoes from uh, Sandlot. Oh. And and that's that's when I said, were they suede then? It, it was leather. It was leather. It was leather. Uh, wow. and, and then that's when Ryan, I said, we need to see so the is, shoes. So is the eye patch like a Goonies thing or? Oh <laughs> uh, no. Because the shoes are Sandlot, so mm-hmm. that okay. Yeah, no, I felt like such a dick. Good for you though. I mean, that's great. <laughs> that's that's quick uh, yeah we gotta hang out with Ryan again but that uh, that was the first time I'd been to a comedy club probably in 10 years I don't know no not quite that long 5 or 6 years improv was probably the last one I went to and I remember telling the guys like I've been to Hyenas once before and it really wasn't that good so let's just go check it out maybe it'll be cool maybe not and Jeff Die mm-hmm. is that right yeah Jeff Dye was playing that night. It was great. Regardless of the Jeff AC Dye. and, you know, I'm complaining about how uncomfortable it was. They got it fixed. We've been back since. The AC's mm-hmm. great. But uh, the the comedy was great. And uh, the ones that went up before him, what do you call that? The oh, we, You have like an opener and then like a feature. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Was it's it just all... one other person? No, it's usually two. I think there were, yeah, yeah, there were two. two. Yeah. Um, Sometimes they'll toss a third one in there as a joke, but, you know. I missed it right over mm-hmm. my head. Um, but, yeah, Jeff Jeff was incredible, and so now we're kind of fans of hyenas. Um, and then I took Morgan back, and we went to the late night show. And this is what I wanted to tell you about. It was a fucking dumpster fire. I, it, I have to know who the comedian was. Well, that's who it was. It no, was, I just no, it wasn't Jeff Die. That's I not who we went to see. I deeply want to know oh, if wasn't. I know the openers from that night. Um, you definitely know the openers, right? You have to. I know about most of most them. Most of them. Yeah. Um, the guy was from Kansas, and I can't remember his name. I'd have to really look him up. I know he has a podcast, and I remember he's from Kansas. He was the thousand. Um, he came up there selling vinyl records. I mean, the guy was a trip. Let me see your phone and all. Okay, look. you look that up. I, 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 have, I have to know, because I need to know if I knew who was opening that night, because I'm going to get their side of this and email it, you guys. Okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> you should, for sure. Because it was. I was actually surprised that people were not getting kicked out uh, of the oh. of the venue, it's such a hard line to walk. As, oh, I'm as, sure. Oh no, I've been I've been at shows where somebody got kicked out. Like I've been on stage at shows where somebody got kicked out before, and it's mm-hmm. like not a good feeling for us either. You know, no, nobody like, wants like, that. You know, we would rather we just defuse this all. We all have a good night, and you continue to enjoy yourself in a more like kind of respectful way. But it's just like such a fine line between like okay, now we're just being a dig. Here's what I think happened. First of all, it's a late show. Yeah. People are toasted. That's okay. that's that's the, all that the happened. The late well, <laughs> there was more though. <laughs> um, anyway, the lady behind me was so drunk that she was passing out, and every once in a while she would wake up for just a second and say something crazy. 
And that was just totally destroying the room. People were just laughing at her and stuff. And you you, you understand what that can do to her. Oh, room. yeah. <laughs> but the the guy on stage, I hope you find him. Um, I'm trying. But he, last month. He, was, he was making like these over like anti-Texan statements. <laughs> and it was starting to like, I mean, people were, uh, it, and I'm sitting there because I see it coming. And I'm just like, this is going to be so bad. And I'm going to be so embarrassed. And sure as shit, this drunk lady over here will not shut up. And he's doing some really good crowd work. Like yeah. he's making it funny, but he's also like telling her off. It's great. And I, I think he's going to pull out of it. I'm really impressed with it. But it just gets worse and worse and worse. And he turns around and looks at somebody and goes, can I get the light? And at that point, I'm like, oh, fuck. He's lost it. He's lost control. We're all doomed. And, and he's uh, like, I want to get the F out of here. Yeah, oh, it and got he was ready. bad. But I couldn't, he had a really dry personality and it only shows like the upcoming. Oh, it doesn't I'll find t- out. I got a okay. group chat. I'll get this. <laughs> so, I cannot wait. He's from Kansas. He's uh, a real skinny guy. He, he has glasses. He Probably also in his has a 40s, podcast. right? Yeah. He's a podcaster. Yeah. I think everybody has a freaking podcast. podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was like the sell them tickets. million dollar podcast, thousand dollar something. Oh, I, I will figure this out like okay. on my way home. Yeah. But these girls, there were people in the audience. There was this lady that was sitting to the left of us and she, she just kept saying, we love you. You're oh, yeah. awesome. And You're amazing. So, and it's so and, hard to want to say something like, okay, but shut up. Well, he yeah. did. Yeah. Oh, he yeah, turned yeah. to her. But it's, such, it's such a fine but line. He, and, and he was doing good. Like his witty comebacks were just I mean, yeah, he was on it. And But it just, it, it started coming from every end oh. of the room. And I, I have never seen anything like that. And that's why I'm like, I can't believe they didn't kick people out. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I generally love hyenas and I, I for the most part, love what they do is term, in terms of crowd control. Mm-hmm. I think they make the right call a lot. That sounds like a nightmare. Though. Well, and the, the right guy person before... wasn't there. Oh. Like the person that does this oh. thing where they kick people out, that person wasn't there that night. Yeah, oh. he was at the bar getting a drink, one of the two. <laughs> or well, and the guy before him was a, um, he said he was, a, a, I don't know if he was, allegedly, um, a fireman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, I know Jimmy. That guy okay. was great. Yeah. Oh, played, I love Yeah, Jimmy. he was really good. Um, I gave him a fist bump on the way out. Off yeah, he was really, such a sweet guy. Yeah, Jimmy he was get, really I, nice. Jimmy made me feel cool. We fist bumped. It was yeah, because he went on and then this guy. And, but I don't, I don't remember yeah, his name. Yeah, Jimmy was great. I hope we yeah. get to see Jimmy again. Oh, he's a, sure. no, he's a delight. He's at both of the hyenas with a fair regular. I, I try to make his shows as often as I can. I love yeah. that guy. Oh, he was killing it. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, it was a good show. Okay, so let's get back to you. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to know more I about you. <laughs> well, we usually end up squirrel momenting. On, oh, and on by things. the way, how much time do we have? Because I, I will just keep this going until you're like, I have to go. Oh, what time is it? Um, Does that work? 618. Yes, 620. 618, Where do you have to be? Uh, you know what? If I can get out of here by like 7, 7.15-ish. Okay. Oh, yeah, girl. Yeah. We still got to right, eat cool. dinner. Yeah. Oh, great. Great, great, great. I got to eat or I'll get hangry. <laughs> oh, great. Well, so when you start getting hangry, let me know and I'll, I'll we pop can out of here whenever myself. you're ready. <laughs> um, but no, I kind of want to know what has been your, I guess, well, two questions. When did you start? Uh, it was about two and a half years ago. Okay. Yeah. And what uh, what was your inspiration? All right. Well, I, I've told I've told this story before, but uh, yes. I, I don't know why I thought you guys would look like. Uh, not that you should have known it, but like I, I've told this. He might. Like, I don't. I definitely have not told this story to you. What I'm saying is, like, it's like it's going to get a little dark for a second. That's okay. I can handle it. If but you're like, okay with it, I know, but it's not like the first time I've told this, so I'm cool with it. This sounds like a good story. <laughs> it's not right. okay. So back in 2018, I, oh yeah, just a little bit. Back in 2018, I almost died. Oh. Uh yeah, I was in the hospital. That did um, take a turn. 
Yeah, I know, right? I, okay, I just <laughs> warned you. But no, and I got, I got, I got very ill, and I was hospitalized for a while, and uh, I, I came out of it. Obviously, um, we're fine now. But when I was in the hospital bed, I was like, I'm so done of being afraid of stuff. Mm-hmm. Because it was 2018, I was going. I was. It was a rough year. 2018 was just a rough, girl. Long, I hear you. Rough year. Yes. So about September of 2018, uh-huh. I got hospitalized, and it was just like everything came crashing down all of a sudden. Like I'm still paying that shit off. Oh yeah. But uh, word. Yeah. I, we're yeah. so cl- I'm so close. Yeah, we're all. We're, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But no. So I just made a list of things that I was afraid of, and number one was uh, heights, and number two was stage fright. And okay. number three, uh, I don't have to do yet until I get over my stage fright. Which is... I'm afraid of sensory de- deprivation tanks. They freak me out. I don't trust them. Uh, okay. I had a panic attack in one once. Really? And now I, I have to go back to one. But as long as I'm still nervous before I get on stage, I don't have to get into a sensory deprivation <laughs> tank. So. One thing okay. at a time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got over heights, no problem. What was that one? How well, did you do that? I actually, it turns out, it, like heights. I went up to like a, I went up to like tall building or like world, world cup roller roller coasters, and I'm like, actually, I'm fine with this. And then I found out it's ladders. Ladders, ladders specifically. Yeah. yeah, I just hate being on ladders. I'm kind of there with you. Yeah, I know. I mean, like, I'm gonna fall off of this thing and die. That's what I'm thinking. So I immediately, I went. As, it was like as soon as I got out of the hospital, I took a job doing lights at a theater company to make me get on a ladder like 50 times a day and be messing with heavy stuff. Okay. And then I just got over it. Oh, wow. Face your fears. I just made, I just made it happen. You know, it was yeah. one of those things where I was like, oh, the only reason I'm afraid of this is because I don't have like the muscle memory to keep myself from falling off a ladder. So I guess we go almost fall off a ladder a few times. Right. Did you ever have any close calls? Ladder wise? No. I mean, some rickety ones. Uh, I dro- I've dropped a lot of lights. <laughs> those can be replaced. Yes. That's fine. As long as we don't rack up any more medical bills. I know, right? <laughs> no, ladders are super sketch because... Nowadays, they try to make them as light as possible. Yeah, no. And it doesn't look like it could hold I a 250-pound person. Give but me a ladder that, like, two big burly men have to hold like this. <laughs> Made out of brick and steel. Exactly. <laughs> like, don't, none of this aluminum, like, none of this collapsible ladder, excuse me. Yeah. Right. Like, that's the last thing I want it to do. So, the one that I have is, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's massive. It does all the things with the folding in different positions, and it extends and whatnot. And uh, then I found out after working with this thing professionally for about a year that there was a recall because it had been collapsing in the center and people were getting killed. <laughs> it was a different ladder. I found out later. Okay. It's, it's like one number off like from that ladder. ladder. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, but I mean, there for a minute, I was just like, oh shit, I've been on like 40 foot tall roofs with this thing. Yeah, no. Yeah. See, no, they're terrifying. They are. Yeah. No, it brought the whole room down. Like, no, it's terrifying. <laughs> Ladders are, are scary No, they objects. are scary. They are. So, so that the, was the first one I got yeah. rid of. And then I was like, well, I've always had really bad stage fright. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's basically, I mean, not, not so much anymore, but it's been two and a half years. But right. I had paralyzing stage fright. I remember I was running a Shakespeare company out in uh, kind of Richardson area. Mm-hmm and uh barebone shakespeare hi julia but uh now what is what is that oh i used to run a shakespeare company called barebone shakespeare we uh, specialized in very historically accurate uh rehearsal okay. schedules and doubling so okay. basically we did things very similar to the way that they rehearsed in shakespearean times hmm. cool it's interesting in theory yeah uh no it could be cool yeah we i can see how that'd be cool didn't sell a lot of <laughs> but, well, wait, we didn't do great shakespeare but you know it was it was a fun it was a good thing for students yeah, yeah. it was a good student thing but i was out there running running uh oh god i forgot where i was going with it 
Well, that's okay. Yeah, no, your, your progression. Oh, yeah. Into, oh, God. Yeah. So we're we're doing this festival of uh, it was Romeo and Juliet and Thomas Middleton's The Changeling. So one play that some people saw and one that no one did. <laughs> and uh, our our founder was massively pregnant, and she said, "Hey, can you go give the speech?" before the audience like but the audience is all in here can you i cannot get up can you go do the speech where you say hey welcome and i was like yeah sure and then threw up oh wow um, like i had insane stage fright did you so, throw up on the stage in no, front it, of people? no it was backstage That'd way better. <laughs> no yeah no i <laughs> i would not be here today i would have died of embarrassment <laughs> but I say that I'm pretty sure I've th- I've walked off stage and thrown up during my comedy career and I'm like fine with that. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. It's comedy. What's a little comedy without some vomit? I I was I was lucky enough to part- I was lucky enough to participate in a show where the whole conceit of it was that everybody was on acid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So we show up to this bar. This guy from like Las Vegas rolls in with like Guy Fieri hair. It was amazing. And he's just like, okay, who wants acid? Who wants shrooms? And just passing it out. Yeah. I'd, I'd have been in the like shroom Skittles. I, I'm, an, I'm an acid gal myself. Okay. And so I take, a, I take a couple tabs of acid and then I wait 10 minutes and then, you know, we start the show. Okay. Oh my God. And so I was, I was third or fourth up. So mm-hmm. I'm driven pretty hard what's that like yeah walk us through that <laughs> uh, it was a small crowd mostly of people that i knew okay um, I, knew, I knew here. all yeah. the other comedians on the lineup and i knew all the people that they had brought so it was a room full of people that i know uh-huh. one really angry bar owner because he did not know <laughs> and then six very high comedians and yeah it's one of the most fun sets i've ever done but uh i'm pretty sure i just walked off stage and immediately just like sat down on the ground and threw up a little because i was like oh god that's the worst oh god there were so many people looking at me but did you have fun i had i would do it again in a heartbeat i've done it again just not on like purple like not on it's more of a like ah, oh, this is where my night ended up yeah right okay never for a paid show right <laughs> i wouldn't do that if they were paying me but i'll show up to an open mic oh my god yeah, yeah right. you learn stuff yeah <laughs> Learn stuff about, about other yourself. people, about yourself, yeah. exactly. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> about I mean, the all... dragon that came out of the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I thought that's all comedy is, though. It's like exploring yourself in a way that other people can relate to, right? And I, I'm for anything that can expand your mind to a point where that makes that easier. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, not habitual. I mean, I'm not yeah. on acid now. I had to drive here. I got to I mean, drive that's away. True. Yeah, but that's you know, I, I'm really pro like pushing your own i wouldn't say psychological but maybe just like ego limits Mm -hmm. because i think if anybody if you're performing in any kind of like art field Mm -hmm. you want to be able to know that you've plumbed all your depths Mm -hmm. sounds horrible no i get it when i retire and i don't get drug tested anymore it's going to be uh backcountry i'm driving straight through the middle of it oh yeah get some ether man (laughs) uh (laughs) what is the name of that movie it's fear and loathing yes yes Oh, I love Hunter S. Thompson. I'm a, I'm a big Rum, Di- Rum Diaries fan, not the movie. The movie, the movie was pretty bad, but uh, the 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 books. Yeah, okay. yeah. His work with the Hell's Angels is, is something that has been inspiring me since I was about sixteen. That was a big deal. Like he did a full on mm-hmm. expose of the Hell's Angels yeah. for, I believe, at that time he was writing for Rolling Stone. Yeah, I think it was. I yeah. think you're right. Um, Hunter S. Thompson was, I guess what would you call him he's a journalist yeah he was absolutely a journalist but a lot of his stuff focused on counterculture and he was very much someone who went to go experience the counterculture and had been lucky enough to find a job writing about it that's how i think i would explain yeah him. that's perfect 
but he was heavily into drugs. <laughs> and uh, the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is is just a trip from beginning to end. If you have not seen that, really then no, I, have I don't failed. think I have. Yeah, I really don't think I have. I think it's a, it has such a. It's like Fight Club, where it has such a reputation yeah. of. It has such a reputation of like a like a dude movie, you know, yeah. like like that's like a guy's dorm poster is Fear okay. and Loathing, but yeah. it's it's a good film. Right there, it's like it's like Dazed and Confused, where it's like legitimately yeah. a good movie. Can we please stop making it about like the one joint they smoke? <laughs> right, you know, like no, it's it's a Richard Linklater. Get off your high horse. I was leaning more towards like Big Lebowski. Also, also not like that big deal of a weed. It's like, like it's not like you're watching How High. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's it's just like let people do their thing. <laughs> so there's an overarching narrative about yeah. like emasculation and like performance art in The Big Lebowski, and you guys are like, yeah, but he smoked a weed once. <laughs> a whole weed. A whole weed. <laughs> we'll have to watch that movie. We'll oh, we're watching it. it. Um, so. You, you were talking about your, your schedule that's coming up. You said the 29th, you're going to be in... Oh, yeah. I'll be, I'll be in Hearst on the 29th, on the 29th at the Wounded Duck. That's a show with Sprung Comedy Productions. I'm really lucky to have, and I love Halloween. And so when Sprung approached me, I said, can I headline for your October thing and do a spooky Halloween show, please? And he said yes. And I've been able to get some of my like closest comedic friends on our line. We just finalized our lineup last night. We have some really amazing people coming through. We have someone doing like a character bit, which oh, cool. uh, I'm not generally a fan of, but he is so funny. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just really excited. So that'll be October 29th. I'm headlining and it's a free show. Headlining, so, that's great. Yeah, I'll be doing about half an hour. Free show. Okay. Yeah, it's a free show. What? Uh, hey, there will, you know, if you feel like you, you're, you know, if you feel like you should have paid for it, there, there'll be a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to be selling Make some merch? I wish. I cannot get my merch stuff under control right. I bought a button maker because oh. I was like, I'm just going to... Uh, I, I crunched the numbers and I was like, ah, if I sell 300 buttons through the next couple of like small tours I do, then right. Bam. You know, mm-hmm. no. button maker didn't work. <laughs> so I'm like, it's the night before I'm going to leave for the big like uh-huh. show. Like I was going out of state for a show and I'm like cranking these buttons and they're all just like disintegrating. Oh, no. And so it's just, now it's just in my closet. Oh, no, no, I get that. Um, we for work we had a button maker, and our PTA people were making buttons, and they look so cute. But then you go to unlatch the little metal piece that goes oh. on your shirt, and that just made the front go thing, and it <laughs> went forward. So yeah, they didn't work out either. You can but, get. Sh- I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, if you like magnets so much, what about a magnet? I should do magnets. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm really. I'm cool. just trying just to put your face on it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh God, no, no! I'm not selling any of those. No, right now I, I, it's it, eventually if I ever like get my shit together. Yeah, I just decided to just do buttons. One that says I heart Kate and one that says Kate sucks. Two for five. <laughs> Two for five. It's perfect. I found out that Elvis's manager did the same thing. That's Elvis, right. Elvis's manager oh, sold shit. Elvis sucks. Uh, that and I'm a Primus fan, but you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he sold like. Then it could go either way. The people that really like him or the people yeah. that hate him. Yeah, three bucks. I heard for, that. You know, and I didn't know, you know if that was true or not. But since you said it now, I know it's true. I I love. I just love history. So it was, yeah, I'm. He there with loves you. it too. Um, so yeah, the the manager, right? He had set up a table and <clears throat> what was the deal? People weren't buying tickets or. Oh no! It was just that he saw how many people bought I Heart Elvis buttons, and then he said, "Well, there are some people who aren't buying it." So, so we decided to appeal to them too. Yeah, and I, I saw I saw a picture of that the other day, and I said, "I'm just going to take that. Yeah. That seems that seems the yeah. best." <laughs> I mean, it's true. You can make a profit off of it. I was so we never found the guy's name, but you, you got homework. Uh, the the guy that we went to see when the oh I'm going the to an open mic. I'm going to an open mic after this. So I'm going to go. Are hey, you? y'all remember who? <laughs> I'm telling you because there were two ladies. Like one said, "Call the doctor." She woke up out of like, a drunken. She was drunk 
blackout. Sure. She goes, call. I was like really loud. I'm not going to scream into the mic right now, but she just screamed, call a doctor. And, and then she like, passed what? right back out. Did anyone? No. no. no she, like, she just like she just sat there and she just continued to watch the show. But he was like, "What?" And yeah. then this girl was like, "We love you." And finally, he was just like, "Can you just shut the fuck up?" Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean like, like super enthusiastic hecklers are the worst kind to deal with because I'm just like, oh, I get that you like it, but I need you to stop if but, you want to like, keep liking repeat, it. Yes. But it, like, I'm I'm more concerned about the stroke victim everyone ignored. Well, I don't think no, anybody was actually she, concerned. Yeah, she she was having a medical issue. No, she, she wasn't having a medical being... issue because we watched her walk out. And oh, she okay. Was, All right. And, and, yeah, she saw was fine. and yeah. she was there with somebody. Yeah. Right? Yeah, she had a... Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, guess if they're, I guess if they're not shining a flashlight in her <laughs> eyes, we don't have to. You know? No. Right. I'm sorry. Is this yours? Because... <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah, get the, her show? the other lady, like even even though she was saying like we love you, she was like standing up and like throwing her hands up, like she was something. It was so terrible. Special. I'm telling you, oh. I've never seen anything. Have you ever seen? Oh a yeah, room like that? oh yeah. Oh my god, no, no. It's the Wild West in a comedy club after about ten thirty, bud. Yeah. Okay, what like, is the crazy that you? Because we're not of? going to the Late Show. Oh, I've, 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 I, oh, I've seen a comedian get punched. Oh fuck. Yeah. What? No, some drunk guy didn't like the jokes and like punched him as he was coming off the stage. This is like a couple years ago. At open mics. Oh, what? Open mics, because those are just at a bar, and everyone else uh, has to deal with it. I've seen, I've seen people throw shoes. Uh, not at me, right? And, um, generally, they just ignore was me. Was George Bush there? <laughs> what happened? Oh, I've seen people throw. It was this old biker bar in Dallas that used to do an, a comedy night, and uh, it was the worst idea. Because, <laughs> like, I, I've, done, I've I've gone to two biker bars that have done comedy, and it never, it's never a good. No, they don't want this. Right? <laughs> They're here to talk about their bikes and play pool and we have to ask them not to for an hour and a half oh yeah, yeah. that all sounds bad yeah <laughs> no but I've, yeah i've seen people get i've seen people go fight in the parking lot and it's just like all right come back when you're done see i just don't understand we've talked about this um at one of the comedy shows we went to um and i feel like people get so offended by some things that comedians say but i'm like you're giving them your money to come and watch what they have to say yeah like why get offended? You've already given them. The only thing I can think money. of is they didn't understand what a comedy show was. It's a, the two item minimum. Ugh. And the fact that everybody has been <laughs> locked up for so long. I'm serious. No, I'm serious about this because like everyone's so excited to have. Have you been to a bar in the last couple months? Mm. Not like a legit bar, but like okay. restaurant bars. Yeah. They're horrible now. Really? Oh, people are so excited to be outside that oh, they are I just running. Just li- shitty. I, I saw a man take his shirt off at 945. It was 9.45. Not How, even 10 p.m. Exactly. In the bar. In the bar. <laughs> and like, it wasn't a grape. I don't go to good bars, but like. <laughs> was it on a Tuesday? It was not on a t- It was definitely okay. a Friday. Okay. But okay. no, I mean, like, it's the Wild West out there, man. Like, yeah. people have been locked up for so long that I, they forgot how to socialize. I'm yeah. sure you're dealing with this with the kids. Oh, yes. Yeah. In a much more direct and, and correctable way, I hope. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, we, we forgot how to no socialize. <laughs> no, we forgot how to socialize, too. Like yeah. and and for a comedy show where I mean there was obviously an explosion in comedy over the last like couple of years in terms uh-huh. of streaming services oh, Netflix yeah. Amazon yeah. I can name all the streaming services if I need to but <laughs> please do no there was yes. obviously like a like a big boom for it so there are right. more people coming to shows now which is great thank you so much do it right. safely but it's also okay they're not in their living room anymore they're watching a format that they've probably only seen be performed in their living room right it's a live show but it's not as stuffed up as a theater so mm-hmm. I, I understand that there is a, a personality type or several yeah. that get a couple of drinks in them and think i'm gonna be part of this too and yet, yeah. i don't always want to like tell them that that's inappropriate 
I mean, my mom mother heckled me at my first headlining gig. <laughs> it was the first time she'd ever seen me do comedy. Uh-huh. What did she, she say? Oh, I had a joke at the time about cows. Okay. And she just screams out from the back, you're really milking this kid. <laughs> and I mean, I lost my shit. It was fantastic. Like, I, I'm like, I'm like... Thank you, Michelle. You know, it was just like, it's, it's like you just got to plow through that. But I mean, that that added some richness and texture to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm, it doesn't always. But so, so it's one funny. of those things where you just don't want to be one of those people who's like, oh, never say a word to me while I'm on stage. I'm doing my art. At that point, go to a tech talk, TED talk, you know? Right. Yeah. But there, there's it's that line is so hard to find. I, and after quarantine, mm-hmm. It's gone. Yeah. People just don't know anymore. It's like, have you been to a grocery store? Oh my God. I just started going back to the grocery store mm-hmm. physically because like I was really enjoying not having to do that. Right. You can still <laughs> order on your phone though. I know. But I like, that. I was like, you know what? I'm spending an extra, you know, however much for delivery fees. I could just like, I'm back. I'm fully, I've been vaccinated. Yeah. Like I, I've been vaccinated for a long time now. I should mm-hmm. just go to the fucking grocery store. <laughs> and I went and I was like, Oh, this is the worst idea I've ever had. I like be- go people forgot how to right. be. Right. Well, I man, I didn't see the red line or the the line that people crossed. There wasn't like a point. It's just been getting progressively worse. Like the older I get, and some of that is me turning into the "Hey, get off of my lawn." <laughs> I'm turning into that guy. But also, I think people are just becoming less and less. Like people just don't give a shit. And I don't know. I I'm originally from West Texas, and so this is a little further away from that so you know i'm used to people talking slower and yes ma'am no ma'am holding yeah. doors for each other well, and stuff certainly like how, that. I, how i was raised yeah but i mean i just think it's one of those things where comedy there can be an audience interaction participation moment and frequently there are you see a lot of great comedians will at least go hey what are you, what's your name what do you do yeah so it's almost expected at this point whereas right. i do very little direct crowd work in my in my act it's just not Super my thing dicey. Yeah. Uh, i mean i'll i'll be mean at people but like they gotta start it <laughs> right <laughs> but no it's it's just it's such a bizarre art form which i'm but like no, you're it's, right. such it a, it's such no, a it's such a it sounds pretentious right. but like no. it's such a I'm, no i'm about to go tell jokes at a bar <laughs> hey what bar maybe we need to go <laughs> no i'm gonna head over to a don't a, tease me woman <laughs> you don't tease me it's only almost seven what time does it start? Seven thirty. Okay, that's early. Well, it's anyway. I I think I think you brought up a really good point though, and I'm not the expert here. You are, but maybe the most relevant part of what you were just explaining is that you're getting new patrons. These people have never been to a comedy yes. show before, and, and that is something that I just want to like. If you think you if you have fun with Netflix, come to a comedy club. It's so much more fun in person, and I'm so glad that like I. I don't have the numbers on that, by the way, and I'm mm-hmm. far from an expert, but... I bet you're right, though. Yeah, I, I'm hoping so, because, I mean, there's been such a cultural explosion with it that I'm hoping more people are going to come out and see this mm-hmm. when it's when it's safer. I feel bad encouraging people to come out during Delta, you know? No, I mean, to each their own. Yeah. People are going to do what they want to yeah. do. Yeah. Hey, just wear your mask in high traffic areas. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to pretend like I always do, but I'm, I'm vaccinated, so... <laughs> <laughs> now you we are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. No, I just feel like, I feel like, like I, I need to say, like, please be safe but also just come to live performances again they're so fun it's like such a nice community it almost like the first few shows that i did they were tiny and nobody came to them after quarantine Mm -hmm. even then it was almost like the creation of a new liminal space that you only used to get at like good rock concerts Uh because it was just everyone was so happy to have been together with people right and it's it's my favorite feel and i love just like a good artistic liminal space Mm -hmm. that's that's my shit and oh i just 
you know, I miss I'm, it. Please come to shows. I'm glad it's back. And I was really worried that we were going to lose all the clubs. We did lose some good ones, right? Some some historical ones closed down. Um, yeah, Cap, Cap City hurts. I'm not going to lie. At least, you know, it's not dead. And, yeah. it, and it'll, you know, maybe it'll come back stronger and we'll get some better clubs and, and you know, places that the AC didn't break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm really happy with what's going on in Dallas. We're, we're really having a bit of a comedy explosion as well. Yeah. You know, we have a new place opening up in Plano, mm-hmm. uh, Plano House of Comedy. Sorry, Brittany. It's something like that. Yeah. But Plano House of Comedy just announced uh, Dallas Comedy House has mm-hmm. reopened as Dallas Comedy Club. They're okay. they're doing great. We're, we've got new stuff coming up in Fort Worth, I assume, sometime soon. We have some new, like, small kind of multi-purpose venues that I know are on the way. So it's one of those really exciting things where it's like, I see that it's like nature is returning, you know? Right. Maybe Stiff Richard shouldn't be a restaurant. Maybe it should be a comedy club. So we came up with this. So you, you know how they have. You came up with this. Okay. It's a pretty good name. Well, but you know how they have Hooters. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I was like, they should really come out for something with for guys. And, and I was like, or, no, for women. They well, yeah. For, for yeah, women. but for guys to work at. For women to go and look at, you know? And so we came up with the name Stiff Richards. Look, if it's got men with crop tops and shorty shorts, I'm down. Yeah, exactly. That or yeah. I was even thinking it's my favorite thing <laughs> um, in the world. Like or overalls, no shirt underneath or yes. something. I mean, I don't know. I don't need to see all just the goods, get, just give me a just, give me a cutoff short. Yeah, yeah. I mean we can, do that. we can do some booty shorts. I don't know. But we were just thinking of the name. Um, but yeah, that was one of them. Okay, so I, I just want to explore Stiff Richards, the possible restaurant, a little uh-huh. bit further before we move on. All dick shaped foods, corn dogs, hot okay, dogs. Okay, yeah, no, nope, that, that was that was exactly. Corn on the cob, but, but here's yeah. no, nope, but here's my question. Here's my question though. If you're wanting to appeal to women, do you want to do like a like a, like a maybe more nuanced menu? That was his doing. Because I think d- just the funniest thing in the world to me is this thing that I've just imagined, which is a guy in overalls and no shirt just trying to bring somebody a creme brulee. <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess it would be more like bar food, like sports bar. No, it's just an idea. But yeah, I, we didn't I, get I, that. I think we should. I believe. Would in you, you guys. like to come <laughs> in on this project, and you can help us with the menu? Yeah, well, I, you know I've got I think the I, part with. I've the got guys. a little bit of lint in my purse to contribute. Okay, so. cool. Hey, we just need but your. I, think, I am a great. I am a great cook. I, I'm not. I gonna think lie. we could get, get Kate on on board if we went a little more comedy on this. You know, let's make it a comedy. We could have club. a comedy stage. Okay, it just exists in our imagination. I'll come yell at people any day. You can manage the whole thing. <laughs> no. I do have another question for you, though. Absolutely. Out of all the places that we've talked about, what is one of your favorite places that you, if you could, you know, return there every week, where would you like to go? Or what's your favorite place <sighs> to do a show? Do you have one? I, up in Oklahoma City, there is mm-hmm. Bricktown Comedy Club. It's one of the only A-level clubs around there. I love that place. I'm about to go back in October. It's just, it's always been a really, really great experience performing there. As far as local mm-hmm. I mean, I love DCC. I love Dallas Comedy Club. Um, I have not worked there yet. I've just I've been a patron of theirs for so long mm-hmm. that at this point, I just would love to be involved. Yeah. Uh, Stomping Ground, which is over in the Design District, okay. uh, is also a fantastic theater. I have a show there on October 21st at 9 p.m. You're blasting and that out. Yeah. I, I practiced on the way here because I was like, remember your dates, remember your dates. I've gotten all these dates in like the <laughs> last oh, you're week doing and a great, half. Because you're not even looking at your phone. You didn't have them written down. Like, okay. I was in yeah, traffic for so that. long. I had so much time. I like sat down and like, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got this. I got this. Yeah, and I've said them all now. So yeah, good. <laughs> Anything well, else and- you'd like to add? <laughs> <laughs> but no, Stomping Ground is a beautiful place. It does a lot of. They do a lot of like really fun improv and a lot of other kind of non traditional uh, shows. I remember back before the quarantine, they did a. a show where c- people came up and read out their their childhood journals. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Oh, it was so funny. 
It was fan- oh, it was a friend of mine. A friend of mine uh, piloted it, and Christ, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen or heard. Because it's all you know, thirty-five-year-old women with their fourteen-year-old journals. <laughs> right. <laughs> These are women with married kids, real careers now, and just crying over some goth kid. You know. I, I can't even imagine. Like if I found one of my old notebooks from. Oh, I, I burned everything in a in a weird ritual when I was like eighteen, and I was like, I shall put probably... away my childish things, and I'm so glad. Yeah, that's yeah. A, there's a hard move. drive out there somewhere. I know, but yeah, I'm missing some hard drives too. And I hope it like ended up in a lake, you know. (laughs) Well, we do have a mystery camera that's sitting over there. Oh yeah, Um, we found it when he was packing up. So I'm, yeah. We don't know. Did you go to a wedding? I don't know what's on that camera. Who knows? But I do know I found a uh, SD card, and I was like, I wonder if anything's on this, and I put it into the computer, and it's pictures with the X. And so I was like, oh, I want to see. From are, I, are, are you sure it's your camera? I have no idea what's on that thing. Well, okay, then it's probably it evidence. It could be. Maybe. I'm not kidding. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. So We're you just never know what Jimmy you're going to find. Is now like. I'm really not that old. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't an old joke. <laughs> um, all right, Morgan had a good point. We we did the we went through all the different places that you're going to be playing soon. Yeah. Is we need to cover like where's the best place for people to find you? Where's all your content? Oh yeah, I'm at Great Kate House, which is G R. Fuck, wow. All right, G R E A T K A T E H O U S E on everything. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was able to get the one. I was yeah. very happy because like Kate, Kate Greathouse is not my real name. Like okay. that was a fake thing I did for comedy, and then yeah. it got way out of hand. So <laughs> now you've just stuck with it. There are some. There are some legitimate. Like that was their name that they were born with. Kate Greathouse is out there, by the way. Yeah, there's a couple. Yeah. yeah. No, and that was weird for me. But like this was, <laughs> like I said, this was just a lie that got severely out of hand. Like I just, like, no, my legal name is like super easy to spell, mm-hmm. um, and like or super hard to spell. It's very uniquely spelled. Okay. It's like on one of those millennials spellings Mm -hmm. and so i was at a bar and this guy was like hey what's your name and i was like i don't want this motherfucker to google me so (laughs) i was just like i don't know kate nice yeah and then we dated for like four months (laughs) please tell me did you end up telling him you're oh yeah no 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 no, he's married we keep keep in touch like he's married now we keep in touch like he's funny he's out in colorado now but then like i started doing comedy and i was like i'm only gonna do this like once or twice i mean i'm not gonna keep doing this this is just to like get over my stage fright right. so i was like i guess it's just kate and then like three weeks in i, I kept going and i was like yeah i'm almost over that stage fright <laughs> and uh they were like what's your last name and i was like great house and now it's like my boyfriend's parents don't know my real name but they, nice. they know it's not right yeah, right, but, right like right. Oh but that's God. what they thought yeah. it was yep that's too funny <laughs> oh great i mean great house is an old family it's like my, my grandmother's maiden name yeah. so i was like yeah i'll just take that one yeah there i guess go. It's hey, not totally you know fake. It's a, yeah. It's a good story. Oh, yeah. No, it was just uh, self-preservation, I guess. But yeah, no, I mean, so uh, when I got great Kate House on every single social, I was like, what? Are the, who didn't think of this? Right. <laughs> it's too perfect. Okay. Thank you again oh, yeah. for making the drive out here. I always feel kind of selfish when people come to me. Um, well, I, I was delighted to get over to Fort Worth uh, tonight anyway. So. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so as soon as you have any kind of... I don't care what it is, but if you're trying to put anything out on social media, if you'll send it to me or tag Absolutely. me, in it, I'm happy to share it anytime. And then you're always welcome on the show. And if uh, if you ever want to do anything at a club or something like that, I can bring all the gear with me. 
Oh yeah. uh, well, absolutely. I, I love I love doing stuff like that. If there's ever an, a particular night that you guys want to like experiment on some stuff, yeah. let, let me know. I mean, uh, even if it's not my show, I can get you hooked up with people who are down. You keep the acid. I mean, if we're gonna do experimenting, <laughs> we'll experiment over here. You can experiment with the illicit uh, drugs, and then uh, I'll join you in back country here in like 20 years. This is why I have a <laughs> fake name so I can just be incriminating on camera. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you guys so much. All right, Kate, Thank you. Big thank you to Kate for coming on the show. And y'all can find her on social media. Just look for Kate Greathouse. You'll find her, I promise. It's all over the place. Don't forget her show dates. October uh, the 21st, Stomping Ground in Dallas. 24th, Live Rude Girls, Bricktown, Oklahoma City. And uh, on the 29th, Wounded Duck in Hearst. Kate, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we hope that we get to take up some more of your time in the future. Don't forget about us. I want to tell y'all just a real quick cool story. So we had uh, Shaq Mack, who is a uh, Fort Worth-based artist, come on the show yesterday. And uh, we got to talking about how he heard about Fort Worth Roots. And uh, yeah, I think he'd seen some of my my posts on like a local group or whatever. Anyway, he was aware of Fort Worth Roots. And he had just seen Kate come up on like one of the posts because we had just done a recording with her. And then that night he was going to an open mic where like they do comedy and music and like poetry maybe. Um, but anyway, Kate came up and he's like, I know her. Where do I know her from? Well, he'd seen her on Fort Worth Roots or through Fort Worth Roots. So that was just a really cool moment. I told him in our recording, I was like, that that's next level. That's, that's a step. That's like a big moment for me. We're making connections uh, with people around the local area. So that, anyway, I thought that was really cool. Had to share it with you. Uh, look, if you're still listening to this episode, you made it like, what are we, an hour and a half into this? You like the show. You enjoy the sound of my voice. And as weird as that is, it's just true. So <laughs> look, we're on all the podcast players. We're on YouTube. Uh, you can find us everywhere. Make sure you subscribe to the show on whatever platform that you like using. Uh, uh, we talk about this in almost every episode. We're not trying to get famous here, but it's always better whenever these episodes get published to see people enjoying it. So don't miss out. Subscribe to the episode, or excuse me, the podcast. And when we, when we post new content, it will notify you that we've got something going on. So it just makes things more better instead of just screaming out a window. 
Thank y'all for being here. I don't have anything else to tell you about. I can't wait to do this again next week. And I hope you're here. I know you will be, right? Look at you. You made it an hour and a half into this episode. You're going to want to come back next week. All right. That's it. I'm going to stop talking. Thanks for being here. I already said that. All right. Bye.